0: Welcome, welcome. I am Dina, and this is Discussions with Dina. Thanks for joining me today. If you have not done so, I invite you to subscribe, comment, or participate in this discussion. I wanted to discuss this therapist that went viral on TikTok. She has been made very popular now on social media for expressing her views on the need for Black men to get therapy in order to begin what she says is the healing process and enable them to better deal with themselves as well as their natural partner, which is, of course, the Black woman. Now, I can't say if she was speaking from her being a clinician or her personal perspective on this issue, but I guess that was left up to the individual to decide. Now, several content creators have actually shared more videos of her showing her speaking on her personal opinion on certain issues in regard to um, the thing that she made about whoring. Which is definitely something I disagree with, but that's her opinion. But I certainly would not encourage any young lady to be what is called a whore. <laughs> but I do know she was using some real derogatory terms to refer to women and men things like your bitch, your hoe, and nigga. And I am assuming she may have been speaking like this in order to tried to be more relatable to a certain segment of the um, of people. And I personally found that to be very unnecessary, but that was her that did this. And that was her choice to use those words. And that to me may even speak volumes as to why she herself may be in need of some therapy, which she honestly admitted. Now I am just one who never could get with calling women bitches, or referring to themselves as bitches. <laughs> you refer to oneself as a bitch, mm, a female dog, or refer to women as the hoe, a hoe. It just shows you how bad our community has sunk down. Now some women have accepted this title, not this woman but many have and that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day because we all know women can be petty and women can be mean to one another and most females are you know how we fight (laughs) and that mean girl behavior that's very common for um girls i don't say that's for women because when you become an adult you let that stuff Go by the wayside. Now you know, um, women are good with this. Um, the the mean girl fight. <laughs> they are the masters of trying to prove a point by trying to isolate someone. They like to try to act like they're ignoring you when it, when you're in groups or whatever, and they like to get with other women and make fun of. When the woman or whomever they got an issue with it's laughable and childish at the same time because you think that people actually grow out of it when they become adults no they don't <laughs> and it's hilarious now that you are you are an adult and you can see this it's amazing because when i'm with my children my babies and i am watching them play and i see this behavior And I came to the realization that sometimes we simply grow physically and we don't grow mentally. (laughs) We never really shed some of the behavior that we learn as children. And that is something that we can discuss too in future episodes. Anyways, when I grew up, women were just not accepting of being called a bitch. This generation accepts whole bitch, she's a bad bitch. Those were insulting words for me then and they are now. I just don't use it frivolously. (laughs) If I'm calling you that, it's because there is a behavior or something that has exemplified that. But no, I don't refer to Females in that manner, unless you know how we do down here. <laughs> Where I grow grew up, if you call a woman a bitch or a hoe, that was that was gonna be followed by some furniture moving, some broken glass, and missing teeth, and definitely a lot of missing hair. <laughs> but today we're supposed to be more civilized, and that is not supposed to happen as much, but we see differently in society. Now, if I choose to use those words today, it is going to be correctly based on one's own behavior or conduct at that time. And by no means is it a title for a black woman, especially not for a black woman. And would it really would be a um, Wonderful to honestly determine why our people took up calling each other those names like nigga. Why? Why? What made it so fascinating that we accepted that derogatory term? I mean, that's something that needs to be examined because <laughs> those are not terms of endearment, especially not for me. So perhaps the... Um, therapist felt like she was being more relatable to some black men or black people I can't say for certain I really do not know it was just interesting that she chose those choice of words to use I mean the whole mannerism (laughs) and I think it was to get attention and my question is did it work well we're talking about her Hmm. Perhaps on a certain level, it did indeed work because when I posted her pic on my Facebook, a lot of black men were triggered (laughs) and they responded unkindly. And to a degree is understandably so. But you ever notice the first thing most men do when they do not like words spoken from a woman? words that are coming from through a woman in most cases and i'm referring to you my black men they tend to go after her looks if you haven't caught on by now i do like to study people and their responses it helps me better understand myself and helps me understand and deal with others most guys tend to destroy a woman's self-esteem when they feel insulted by anything she has said um, they challenge her looks instead of her ideas and opinions on whatever subject that is and they will tend and I'm not speaking to all men because some men have Um, risen above that level. But there are some that when they are faced with women that are speaking on things that they disagree with, they simply base or respond by talking about her outwardly appearance. It somehow negates what she has to say in their minds. It is kind of like a war strategy and a way to disarm her. And oftentimes it works for some, because many women internalize the insults and take this personally, and they knock you off your little pedestal, which they think you're on. This is something, um, it's a strategy. (laughs) And because many women don't want to be labeled unattractive of given a negative title by men or anyone, they either shut up or suck it up and dare not speak up in fear of being labeled ugly, or something derogatory. And this reminds me of the same behavior exemplified on school playgrounds. And it again proves my point that mature we mature physically, but oftentimes the mental, um, I mean the mentality, that mental thing is not there. It's not evolved yet. So this is how in many cases we can look at issues somehow there will always be others that jump on the bandwagon when there is a dispute a fight or war any kind of disagreement and they choose sides instead of listening to the reasoning the logic or rationalizing what is being said disagreement is okay we just haven't learned how to properly disagree with one another. I think that is the main thing. That's the bottom line. We just haven't developed a way in which to uh, agree to disagree. Now, (laughs) I think it's better if we think logically and we rationalize what is being said. I think that we could have better understandings between each other. So we can have our own opinions, our own thought processes, and not feel threatened. And we won't behave like children do when they get upset. You know that banter that goes on with children when they are upset? They just want to fight. I see it in little toddlers. They don't know how to respond, so they just fight. So it is a way that we should interpret messages and information that we are not pleased with. But I am not going to deny that some brothers do start from the hair and go down to the feet when it comes to women that challenge them on anything. That's usually the response. And this is not true for everybody. But like I said, this is a way that people disarm.
1: She's talking about dimming the bitches shine. Look at this woman's dusty room. Look at her room and them saggy boobies. Dimming her shine. This woman looks like she's in a little struggle studio apartment. You you, you see what I'm saying? You know, some people start getting these crazy delusions of grandeur. You get a certain position, you get a certain degree, and now you think you're going to flex on brothers. And that's not going to work. Women who think like this, and because let's be clear, most women don't think like this, but the ones who do think like this, you got to understand reality. Your little position is not going to allow you to pull rank on brothers. You ain't balling out like that, and you ain't fly enough to kind of pull rank on brothers. See, sometimes you better know your worth. She's a soft four at best. That woman is a soft four as far as looks at best. Nigga has to upgrade her. So if you are a soft four, you're not in a position to sit up here and try to shot call on niggas about what they should and should be doing when your body is built funny, your your breasts are deflated, and your room is all struggle. Yeah, her her braids look like they sweaty. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, you're getting what is a reflection of you. If you're getting dusty dudes, that's a reflection of you, ma'am. That's what you're going to get when you are soft four with the dirty studio apartment. You're going to get some other so-called dusty dudes. And most likely, the dudes ain't even dusty. They just ain't rocking with her. Let's keep it above. They like to try to say, well, the nigga just dusty. The dudes probably wasn't dusty. He's just looking at her like, I can do better, and I'm making less, and I can do better than
0: you. usually the response, and this is not true for everybody, but like I said, this is a way that people people disarm. Smart women today know this game, and they have learned, they have mastered it. And they know how to deal with it. They are comfortable coming back at these guys with both guns loaded, (laughs) both barrels, because they simply care less what uh, people think of them. And they have gotten immune to being called silly names or insulted for their physical appearance or even being labeled a gender banger because they want to speak and be heard. And their opinion may be different from what is... um, the unanimous uh, voice in any conversation. They may have a different opinion of what is being said. It's not necessarily making them wrong, it's just different. But sometimes we will label it gender-banging because someone is speaking on issues or responding to something that they found disrespectful that a black man says, or any man says. Um, They are generalizing about um, women, black women. So even if I disagree with her, the therapist mannerism, her derogatory language I do disagree with and definitely her speech encouraging whoring, I do agree that therapy can be beneficial to many of our black men today. Not just black men, but black women can also find therapy very beneficial. And I do not mean just therapy with a random therapist. Note, I mean mental therapy with clinicians that have a specific field of study that focuses on the post-traumatic slave disorder that we have and are dealing with. Because I believe it to be a real disorder that was never treated or dealt with. We, and I'm referring to black people who are descendants of enslaved people in America, are simply told to get over it and to forget about it. We are asked to leave it in the past, it's so old. So you are supposed to get over centuries of being torn from your actual nature, sold and separated from family by your oppressor. Black men made to breed and leave their children to be cared for by the oppressor. Did you know we were not allowed to marry for 300 years? This was breaking down our morals, and it taught many of us to disrespect the womb and to disrespect the black woman and each other, creating hate in high places, as the minister says. Imagine making babies for white men to profit. You don't think this may affect us psychologically? So, It was a physical as well as a mental slavery or oppression. And it was legally a legal torture, a legal terrorism, legal discrimination against and then against us. And then we're just told you are free. Now go you free. You free physically, but are you really free from the mental trauma? Well, we think we are, but honestly, we are not. And I want to hear this BS that a lot of people like to say. They say this all the time, but slavery was so long ago. Move on. You never say that to any other group. You certainly wouldn't tell that to Jewish people. Move on. The Holocaust was so many years ago. You wouldn't dare say something like that. We have never truly dealt with the mental trauma that continues to present itself today. No matter how residual the social engineering, it is still there and is affecting our culture. So we see it in our behavior today. Most of us carry unhealed mental trauma into our relationships, into our daily life. It has become the new normal. We think it's normal and that is truthfully not normal. No other oppressed people. Our group were free with no compensation or at least an attempt to repair what was destroyed. And no other group has ever been destroyed to the extreme, to the point that we were no other group. And we have yet to receive any reparation. So are we dealing with residual effects of growing up in the oppressor's environment? Yes, we are. We have been assimilated into this society, but the trauma is still there and it is unhealed. So this conversation regarding therapy is less about the therapist herself, but the issue is the need for therapy. Can therapy assist black men? I believe the right therapy can indeed assist Black men. It can also assist Black women, but not just any therapist. But one focus on the building and rebuilding of the Black family? Yes, therapy can be good and should be utilized to assist us in developing better relationships with our spouses, our children, our family, and helping individuals to heal. Now, I commend the nation of Israel, regardless of what anyone thinks of this group, because their focus deals with the facts, the truth, and does not sugarcoat it. It helps and aids the individual. It deals with the mind, the body, the soul, and what caused the pain, how to deal with the pain, and how to rise above it. It helps. It helps in rebuilding the black man, the black woman, and the black family. And that is the only way you get a strong black nation of people, you have to be truthful about what it is that you're feeling, how it has held us back and how we can recover. From it, understand the cause, pinpointing the problems, and then focusing on real solutions. Now, actually, we uh, see within the nation that they have continuous study guides to aid with physical and mental healing, and it helps Black people to be progressive and successful mentally as well as physically, and gives them the knowledge that empowers them to maneuver in a society that's designed to indoctrinate, incarcerate their minds and bodies. You can accept that or leave it alone. I'll leave that up to you. But in this particular case, I agree with the notion that therapy is a good idea for Black men and Black women and even black children where it is needed. I am talking about real therapy for black people with black therapists that understands and with a focus exclusively on our needs. And it can be beneficial to you also black men. I understand that stigma. I actually asked psychopathicist a question in regards to therapy. How does he feel about black men getting therapy and he responded like this let's take a listen um,
2: let me say this I said this on the other channel and shit um uh, I think Dina came in uh, asked this question or whatever I didn't know about this video it's probably what she was talking about but uh let me say this men do need to you know um get shit off their chest, right, I I do feel like men shouldn't bottle certain things up because that can be unhealthy, bottling certain things up, and men have been trained to bottle certain things up and not express themselves, so everything she's saying isn't wrong when it comes to that aspect, let me say that, as far as, like, men do need to express themselves more and get certain shit off their chest so shit don't get bottled up and and gnaw away at them because that shit can eat you alive like cancer, you know, um, so uh, expressing yourself in some ways is healthy, you know, as long as it's done in a healthy manner, right? Uh, So I I somewhat agree with some of the things she's saying, you know, as far as like men needing to get things off their chest and not bottle certain things in. Because, you know, if you bottle certain things in too long, that shit will erupt. And if it erupts, they can, you know, that anger could be misplaced. And that's not a good thing. So, men do need to express... That's why it's hard for me to really kill the main spirit too much, right? Because I just don't feel like this is the place for them to do what they're doing, right? Like, because a lot of these motherfucking main spirit motherfuckers is up here expressing themselves... And they're, you know, they're using this as therapy, right? It's a way for them to, a way for this to be therapy for them. It's therapeutic. They, they believe, that you know, they come on here, they sound off, you know, get their frustrations out and they feel better, right? That way people ain't affected in their real life because they got it all out online, right? Now, some ways I get it and I understand, but... In other ways, that's still not too healthy, though, because yeah, I get that you you know get your frustrations out online, and it's not affecting people in your real life. But these are conversations that should be had, should be had in um, a more private setting, right? Because having these conversations out in the open. And everything else about what you got going on and your frustrations and everything and having the world here and all this that's not good because first of all you're not going to get the therapy that you need right you just going to get a bunch of people that's telling you everything's all right you know everything's the other person's fault you know this that you know there's gonna be confirmation bias they pretty much they could be an ear to listen to you but it's ultimately, it's not therapy though, right? Because they're not evaluating you properly, right? They're not evaluating you. They're just listening to a story and believe taking your story at face value and pretty much just patting you on the back, telling you everything gonna be all right. Which is again, that's creating a narcissistic mentality, right? That's not really creating any agency. And within therapy, you have to, You have to get the person to look into themselves and figure out how they can fix themselves, right? Therapy is never supposed to be about finger pointing. Therapy is never supposed to be about finger pointing. And what this chick is doing right here is doing exactly what she should not do as a professional, which is preaching finger
1: pointing.
0: Again, I want to say and express that for me it's less about the therapist that has been all over social media it's less about her um her approach It's less about her approach it's even less about her losing her job and it is more about how therapy can be used effectively to help with the tools connecting the black man to his natural mate once again, and it can be used by all of us. It can be utilized by us all. Feel free to leave your comments on this topic. And as always, I invite you to subscribe, to like, and to share. You can listen to my commentary on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. I want to thank you for listening and I will see you next time on Discussions with Dina.